Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle is from James chapter 1. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness that God requires. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of of Jesus. Amen. Reality television shows have done us a huge favor. They have allowed us to see just how much we humans live in deception. Just turn on any reality television show and you will find almost immediately that everyone is foolishly denying their sin and blaming everyone else. In other words, a problem comes forth on these reality TV shows and everyone begins to deny their contribution to those problems and then they start to blame everyone else, often with yelling and screaming and tears. Hands go up, talk to the hands, and the fingers go pointing out, you did wrong. Indeed, yes, it is easy indeed to clearly see how blind and foolish and deceived we humans are when we use the tactics of denying sin and blaming others to get the heat off of us, to be in the clear. And for those times where you and I cannot successfully, where we cannot successfully deny our sin and blame others, well, well, we foolishly try to convince ourselves that the evil that we have done is actually good. That is right, we wrongly make evil seem good. And those who dare say otherwise to us, well, they are most definitely evil because they disagree with us. Dear friends, it is a silly game that we all play. When we are confronted with sin, we, one, deny it. Two, we blame everyone else. And then maybe we even change the subject. Indeed, we blame somebody else, make them the scapegoat. And if we are indeed backed into the corner with no escape, well, we try to convince ourselves and others around us that the evil that we did was actually good, not evil. Now, I do not have to try to convince you and me that this whole way of thinking is not healthy, but is extremely dangerous. The reason being, when we allow this way of thinking to be applied to the Lord, we have entered into a treacherous, a treacherous way of thinking, a treacherous territory called blasphemy. This is what James is covering in his epistle reading. 
This is exactly what the reading of the epistle of James is all about. James is pointing out the fact that when we blame God for all the evils that we have received and done, that we are foolishly deceived. But we don't like to admit our errors, do we? We don't like to think the way that James does, the way that James presents it in his epistle. When good things happen, for example, when good things happen, it's much easier for us to take credit for them. Look at what I did. Look at what I accomplished. Bow to me and my greatness, everyone. And then get this, when bad things happen, it is much easier to deny our involvement, to blame others, and then cry out to God saying something such as this, why, God, did you let this happen? You mustn't love me, God. You must be evil. So what is going on here? With all of this, is that you and I do not always have a firm understanding of the nature of sin itself. Bluntly stated, each and every one of us are gullible and we are naive. We are short-sighted when it comes to sin. It works like this. Humanity has this desire to sin, each and every one of us. Indeed, each and every one of us has this desire to sin. However, we need to keep in mind that this desire to sin is always spun in a way that we believe that we are improving and benefiting ourselves. And so the majority of the time, we do not set out to sin to hurt our lives and to hurt others. For example, think of it this way. The drunk driver does not enjoy several drinks with some friends at the local bar for the purpose and the intent of slamming his car into an oncoming car to kill a young girl. The person at that small grocery store in the middle of the country who buys up $2,500 of beef out of fear of corona does not do this to make sure that his neighbor won't have meat for the next two weeks. The person who skims money from the cash register to pay personal bills does this not to be convicted of embezzlement and imprisoned. The point being, my friends, think of it this way, the point being, the desire to sin is always there for each and every one of us, tempting us to deny our neighbor, tempting us not to trust in our Lord, but to serve us, to serve our passions. Sin, it deceives us to think that what we are doing is good for us and okay. Sin deceives us to believe that we're improving and benefiting ourselves, but in the end, it comes around full circle and it hurts ourselves, hurts you and me and others. And this is the reason why it is so easy for us to deny our sin and blame others. Sin comes so naturally to us because it caves us in on ourselves while convincing us that we're doing something good for us. Sin, it also puts the blinders on. The blinders on us so that we do not see the needs of our neighbors. Sin, it actually strangles, it strangles, oh, it strangles our trust in the Lord that he will provide for us. And it's already stated, when we are called out for this incredible evil heart, we rush to convince others and God that we are not evil but good. We say, how can it be evil to look out for me If others do not care about me, they must be evil. And God, if you do not give me what I want, when I want it, right now, you must be unloving and perhaps maybe evil too. Dear friends, James tells us, James tells us this morning that this is a great error to attribute to God. 
To think that God can in any way be responsible for sin is blasphemy. To believe that God is the author of sin is complete insanity. God does not instigate evil. We do. We instigate evil when we are deceived into believing that we are doing good when in reality we are foolishly entrapped and deceived by the temptation of sin itself. Sin that gives birth to our death. Hear this today, baptized saints. Every good, mark this, every good and perfect gift that you have is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change. What this means is this, that you cannot say that God is the author of sin. The Lord tempts no one, for God is not able to be tempted. Therefore, when you make excuses... Yes, when you make excuses for your sin, when you blame others, when you deny your sin, or when you try to make your sin seem good, you are not only living in a complete and total deception, but you are mocking God himself. And so when the enemies of the world, the devil and your sinful old Adam, your old Adam, my old Adam, when this old Adam wreaks havoc in our lives with sin, instead of living of the way of deception, Stand up, make a fist, beat your chest, saying, Lord, have mercy on me, the sinner. And when you find yourself being a recipient of good gifts, stand up, raise your chin, make a fist, and say with glad joy, God be praised. Your baptized saints, learn to repent of sin daily and to give God praise daily for this is life, the reality of life as a Christian. To repent of sin and to receive God's gifts and then to rejoice is the exact opposite of living in deception, the deception that James talks about. It is quite simple to understand how all of this works as we take a step back and ponder this. When you and I, when we live in the deception of sin, we end up blaming everyone outside of us as if they are the problem and we see ourselves, our very own heart as the solution. But the reality that James is setting forth in the epistle reading for today is the exact opposite. James is showing that humanity is responsible for the evil found in the heart. James is turning you and me away from ourselves, away from this, to Christ Jesus. Just think about it. As we understand sin from here and all good gifts from here, when we come ponder our life, the breath that we breathe, it is a pure gift. The food that we eat is a pure gift. The absence of war, gift. The beating heart that pumps blood through our veins, keeping us alive, is gift. A clean conscience, forgiven of the guilt of sin, is a gracious gift of God. Rain upon your crops, your house that you sleep in, the warm bed that you snuggle in, your spouse, your children, money in your wallet, the shoes on your feet, and this whole church building Gifts, 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 all good gifts coming down from the Father. God is the author of all that is excellent and perfect. And of all the gifts that he gives, the best gift, we must not forget, 
is that he chose not to let you perish in the sin of your deception. He chose you, chose you out of the deception of your hearts. He chose not to allow you to cave inward on yourselves into eternal death. He chose not to leave you in the deception of death, going down that wrong path away from truth. But it is the Lord's gracious will that through the word of truth, that is the gospel, that you were rescued out of darkness and placed into divine light. Thus hear this, baptized saints. The gift of your baptism was not withheld from you. The gift of holy absolution is not muted to your ears, but proclaimed as a gift into your ears, poured into those ears for your assurance. And the Lord's Supper, you were invited. It is a gift for you. His table is for you. Not to receive condemnation, but forgiveness and life and salvation. All of this is pure gift. And so this life as a Christian is not a life consumed with the persistent and ongoing need to deny our sin and blame others for our sin. This life as a Christian is not a fight to try and pretend that the evil that we do is good, but rather this life as a Christian is a life where you despair of your ability. You despair of your own ability. Confess your sin boldly. And cling joyfully to the gifts given to you by your gracious Lord. And all of these gifts that you receive, all of these gifts that you receive, you receive them without arrogance. Because you know that you do not deserve any of them. Furthermore, you do not need to run around this life in a frantic tizzy. For you have this word of the gospel consistently given to you. The word of God is near you. It is implanted into your heart. It is poured into your ears. It is laid upon your tongue so that you might know that you are forgiven, that you are redeemed, that you are claimed as a baptized saint in spite of the deceptions of this world. Rest in Christ, dear friends. In the name of Jesus, amen. strong word bespeaks us righteous bright with thine own holiness thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon you can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from pastor matthew richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit saint paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The Lord bless and keep you.